Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fruit Street Health Podcast. On today's episode, Lawrence and I are going to talk about the Regulation A Plus offering and uh, why this is something that Fruit Street is pursuing. On previous episodes, you've met some of our finance team and we've talked about this a little bit, but Lawrence, today I'd really love to know more in depth what this is, you know, from, from our listeners' perspective, from potential or active investors that might be listening. Um, why why is a Regulation A-plus offering a good move as opposed to just like right now pursuing an acquisition or talks of IPO or dif- different options out there? Why Regulation A-plus? Well, selling the company could be a good move for Fruit Street. It just depends on the offer that's received. But I think that a Regulation A-plus offering is also very compelling. And most people are not familiar with what a Regulation A-plus offering is. So what it is, is that it's a regulation that allows you to file paperwork with the SEC um, so that you can raise up to $75 million from the public, which includes both accredited and non-accredited investors. And in order to complete that filing, you have to have audited financial statements. We now have uh, two full-time bookkeepers and a paralegal that are assisting our accounting firm with completing that audit, which we expect to be done this year, uh, potentially in three or four months, but it, but it could take longer, it could take six months. Um, but we are making rapid progress on the, on the audit. Right. And, and so Regulation A Plus offering is also interesting because you can also list these offerings on crowdfunding portals such as WeFunder or StartEngine or SeedInvest, um, which are built in networks of hundreds of thousands of investors. And so it takes care of some of the marketing component as well. Now, of course, you would pay a fee to these crowdfunding portals ranging from 5 to 10% of the capital raise, but that's worth it to get access to their network of investors. So a Regulation A-plus offering doesn't list you on NASDAQ, it doesn't list you on the New York Stock Exchange, but it does allow you to be listed on a lot of these crowdfunding portals. So that's uh, the first benefit. Second benefit, as I mentioned, you can raise capital from uh, non-accredited investors. So could be a nurse investing $5,000, for example. Yeah, and give, a, give like a kind of quick crash course to the accredited versus non-accredited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically accredited investors typically earn over $200,000 a year or 300 with their spouse or have a $1 million net worth, not counting their house, but there's a whole, you know, huge, I mean, most people in this country are non-accredited investors. Mm -hmm. And so you get that similar benefit that a public company would get, right? So publicly traded companies, anyone of any income level can buy stock. And so Regulation A Plus is similar in that anyone of any income level can also purchase stock in the company. And so it just opens you up to a larger pool of investors. In the con- my, mm-hmm. I mean, some investors like right now, like Fruit Street has a decent amount of investors of physicians and medical professionals that have invested in the company. Um, is more investors always a good thing? Um, well, at, a, at the stage Fruit Street's at, it is. I mean, you know, there's companies in our space that have raised hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, Fruit Street is, you know, raised more in that, you know, twenty million dollar range. Um, so at this stage of company, you would typically be raising capital pr- pretty aggressively uh, for two purposes. The, the typical purpose is to uh, actually just take that capital and, and grow the company. So it's going into the balance sheet of the company to hire people for product development, sales, and marketing. But a lot of companies are starting to use Reggae Plus for a second purpose, which is to provide liquidity to existing shareholders uh, as an alternative to an IPO or as an alternative to selling the company. 
So an example of that would be, let's say that Fruit Street wanted to raise up to $75 million, which is the maximum you can raise through Regulation A+. You could put um, maybe 75% of that capital into the company's balance sheet and 25% of the capital into providing liquidity to existing investors. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, you might put 50 or $60 million into the company's balance sheet, and then you might put um, $25 million or $15 million into providing liquidity to investors that need that liquidity. And that might give the investors the opportunity to get a, a return on investment now or in the near future, instead of waiting two years, three years, five years for the company to get acquired or have an IPO. Yeah. And so that is what we're thinking. There, there's been, you know, we've had great revenue growth and all that kind of stuff, but we want to make sure that there's a liquidity option for people that need liquidity as well. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned like financial statements, you mentioned auditing. Is there any other like hoops that you have to jump through in order to, to make this filing or like, what is the process mm-hmm. look like of getting them? Yeah, there's a lot more involved than just sending audited financial statements to the SEC. I mean, there's quite a lot of legal work. I mean, it's it's going to be $60,000 in legal fees because you have to put disclosures and use of proceeds and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it is more involved than that. And the SEC does actually have to prove it. Um, so it is very involved, but probably too boring for this podcast. But there is a legal component and a finance component. And you've well. been boosting up both of those teams. Like that's one thing Fruit Street's been working a lot this year is building the financial and legal teams. Isn't that right? Yeah. So we have two full-time bookkeepers and then we just brought on a paralegal to help our general counsel. Our paralegal is uh, actually about to graduate from Fordham Law School as well. So he, he's great and we'll have him on the show. So Lawrence, like explain to me what, you know, you said it might take a couple months to kind of get things ready. Hopefully it's this year, but for listeners or non-accredited investors, like what can they expect as far as Fruit Street goes for Regulation A plus? And if they're wanting to invest in other companies that are available like this, like how, how do they do that? Where do they go? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, regulation crowdfunding and Regulation A plus offerings listed on the crowdfunding portals that are registered with the SEC, like WeFunder, Seed Invest, Start Engine, um, and then when Fruit Street hopefully gets approved for a Reg A plus offering, we'll let the world know and welcome new investors. Yeah. That's great. Well, this is fun to, it's fun to dive into the weeds a little bit and to learn about this stuff because um, it is interesting. And, and I mean, a lot of people don't understand fully how companies are funded and, and a lot of the different ways that they are funded. So thanks for helping us understand the Regulation A+, and we'll have to do an update as the process keeps moving forward. Great. Okay.